0: Welcome to the sleep like a boss podcast if you're struggling with sleep and have tried everything that google your friends or facebook groups have recommended and you're still struggling stop looking for that one thing to fix your sleep the human body is complex and one single supplement or lifestyle fix is likely not going to be the solution here on the sleep like a boss podcast we dig into all aspects of sleep for you and unravel the complexity My name is Anika Carroll. I'm the new CEO of Sleep Like a Boss, and me and my team are here to end the epidemic of sleep deprivation. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Sleep Like a Boss podcast, and I'm super excited to have Jessica Rojas on today. She's part of the team. She's been with the Sleep Like a Boss team for a long time, and we are going to talk about travel today and um, Jessica is going to talk to us a little bit about herself in a minute so you can um, meet her and get to know her story and then we're going to dive right into the topic of travel so hi Jessica welcome to the show
1: thanks Annika hi
0: <laughs> maybe give us a little bit of background about yourself who are you where are you how did you get into sleep what are you doing with sleep just to get to know you a little more
1: me a little bit okay as you can hear from my accent i'm german yeah but i'm living in spain i'm living in barcelona with my husband and my three kids and how did i end up being a sleep consultant you know i did not wake up one day saying you know what i want to be a sleep consultant (laughs) no sleep was always a big topic in my life because for over 20 years now i i am a flight attendant for a big german airline so two decades of having jet lag, night shifts, flights, you know, um, different time zones all the time. Sleep was always an issue, of course, but then I became a mom of three little, very lively boys. So in the beginning, sleep was really, really an issue, especially with my first son. So I said, Okay, I i am not sleeping, not at all. And I'm, I'm not the same person I could be. I'm not the mom or the mother I should be and could be. And I'm just not happy. And life yeah just got really dull you know when you're not sleeping and really difficult and complicated so i found a sleep consultant i had no clue these persons exist and she did her magic and my son did sleep and i said okay i want to do that this is something i need to do i want to do and i found my passion about sleep so i became a sleep consultant first for babies and children and after a few years um i got intrigued with adult sleep uh, sleep consultation because you know then I could see the the, ki- the kids and the children are sleeping but the parents always came back and say hey I'm not sleeping either so can you do something and I said no I can't <laughs> so then um, I started my journey of becoming a sleep consultant for adults too which now I have been doing for a few years yeah for like three or four years already um, and I really like it it's, it's really my it's became my passion sleep is my passion
0: That's great. And we're so happy to have you on the team. Um, Yeah. And maybe we'll dive into that um, piggybacking a little on your, on your history or your work experience of being a flight attendant um, and, and everything that comes with that with regards to sleep, because we're seeing, the world seems to be opening up more and more. People are traveling; they're getting their vacations that they've missed um, out on for for two, three years, depending on where you are in the world. And we're also seeing a lot more business travel happening again. And you were saying that when we were before we hit record, it's like people are tired of Zoom. Yes, they are. Um,
1: want to meetings again. <laughs>
0: exactly, they want to see people, and we see that a lot. That and businesses are starting to put teams back together in person people are traveling more and that is actually a common thing that we hear with clients a lot that oh i'm either going on vacation or i'm going on a business trip i might not sleep my sleep's always off when i do that and and maybe we can talk a little bit about why that is and and what's happening there
1: sure yeah there are different um, reasons for that, and we can dive in, into these specific reasons and what you can do about it. But I think the first thing is to accept it. <laughs> if you go on vacation and you're not sleeping well, especially the first few days, maybe, you're on vacation. So, what? Now, if you really get anxious and you think like, okay, if I go there and I'm not sleeping, my whole vacation is ruined, then this will become true, because you're so anxious about it, you're so worried about it, you always think about it, that your brain does everything to make sure this becomes your reality, yeah, so it's like kind of this self-fulfilling prophecy, um, just accept it, you're vacation your vacation you really don't need to perform or be you know on on top of everything it's vacation yeah and if you try to relax a little bit and say you know so what if i don't sleep probably you're gonna sleep better if you're in a business trip obviously a lot more depends on you being able you know to function and you know think quickly but um even if you're tired there were situations where you were tired before and you could manage, yeah. So I think I will survive. You know, coffee and uh, fresh air, and I, I can do it. And maybe you can even go a day before so that you, you know can give your ta- your body time to adapt a little bit if this is possible. But I think the big thing here is accept it. Accept that if I'm not sleeping, I'm not sleeping, and probably you're gonna sleep a lot better. But apart from accepting, obviously. There are things you can do to polish
0: or to optimize your sleep while you' while you're abroad. And what, what would be something if we go on like let's say we go on vacation. what is there something that we that we could do to, yes, accept so we don't get into this anxious downward spiral and, and excite our body too much. but but what are things that you would recommend that people can do to get the sleep and the recovery that they want from their vacation?
1: I think it's good to know why often the first night or the second night in a new environment you're not sleeping well, because if you understand what's happening in your brain on your body, maybe it's easier to accept it and to handle it then and to see what you can do to help your brain out. It's called the first night effect yeah so when you're somewhere new um, your brain it's not sleeping the same way as you were sleeping at home. Yeah, we have two parts of our brain, two hemispheres. So when we're in a new environment, um, one hemisphere kind of stays in a light sleep, or is not really sleeping well, just to check if everything is safe. It has to be a little bit with, being vulnerable while you sleep. Because when we sleep, we don't know what's going on, yeah? So back from, if you think about uh, evolution, you need to be safe, you need to make sure everything is fine, you need to survive. And if you just sleep and then, you know, a predator comes or something bad happens, you would not know, you know? So this is why when you're in a foreign um, situation or environment, your brain is like a little bit cautious, a little bit like, what's going on? I need to see if everything is fine. Am I safe? Am I okay? And then after a while, the brain really relaxes and says, okay, sleep. This is why we sleep in our usual sleep environment a lot better. Yeah, and this explains this phenomenon, why we're not sleeping when we're in a hotel, for example. There are different smells, noises, the bed is different, everything feels different. So our brains kind of, you know, fight and flight mode a little bit.
0: Okay, so it's yeah, so it's scanning. It's and, and you can't really relax because it's always just and it's just trying to keep you safe, right? It's assuming there is a predator coming because it doesn't oh, it's know.
1: A, it's a good thing, actually. <laughs> yeah, doing its job. So what can you do? Um, try to help your brain out by bringing things from at home, um, which helps you to feel a little bit more like at home or or safe. Yeah, it can be like. Maybe your your own pillow or a scent you're always losing using a candle, your pajamas obviously, but even um, if at home you use a white noise machine, bring the white noise machine. Um, try to have the same darkness or, or temperature like you're using at home. So things like you can replicate even if you know a a, a picture you of your family or of your dog or whatever you know gives you comfort. Um, bring these things from at home so that can really help you to feel more comfortable when your brain gets the message. It's fine. You can relax.
0: Oh, that's good. Even. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking about that. Te- I think the temperature for me is always a big one. If you travel South and it's, they have air condition, right. And you kind of want it because you want, but it's so different that it's sometimes. Yeah. It, it's mm-hmm. just, yeah. It's just a factor that, that affects that. Yeah. You're not feeling at home.
1: It's the tiny little things, but mm-hmm. your brain really um, absorbs everything. So temperature, smell, noises, yeah? So make sure, like if you're in a hotel room and there is maybe um, an automatic uh, alarm clock or something, yeah, see if there's a light blinking or suddenly it goes off in the middle of the night because, you know, it's <laughs> it's on the wrong timing or something. So make sure everything is fine. I always bring like um, a duct tape with me when i travel so sometimes you have like these lights uh, from the ceiling or from the bathroom door you can't really you know cancel out or the standby lights from the t- tv so i just tape them, yeah because i like to sleep in, in complete darkness so that's easier for my brain to understand darkness means sleep you're not you know um yeah distracted from any noises or, or lights so that's, mm-hmm. that's what you can do
0: great what else is there is there something maybe specifically for business people that we could talk about or is there anything else on vacation that you would like to touch on
1: yeah, i mean you can even prepare um before you leave for your or business trip mm-hmm. or vacation trip so it depends where you're going if you go east normally it's a bit more of a challenge because your days are getting shorter so you're not as tired when you have to go to bed so that's more difficult for the body to handle and if you fly west it's completely the opposite your day is getting longer so that's a bit easier on the body and it's easier to adapt sleep wise Um, even a couple of days before you go on your trip and depending where you fly and when you fly this you can prepare your your body at home you can go a couple of hours earlier to bed or later depending where you fly to there is a really great um, app it's called time shift app time shifter app um, because sometimes it can be complicated. When I have people um, flying on vacation, or especially you know, when I work with business people, they always say, well, what can I do? When should I stop drinking coffee? When should I do a nap? When I shouldn't do a nap? What time do I need to go to bed? Should I sleep on the plane? Should I not sleep on the plane? So there's many questions, and these things really can help your body out, but it's kind of complicated. you know, Like, okay, at this time, don't drink coffee anymore. Now, please drink coffee. You know? So this app is really cool because you uh, put in your flight dates, and the app is calculating um when and how you should sleep should you sleep on the on the plane what time and it gives you little alarms little notifications saying hey now go to go to sleep on the plane for like 20 minutes or sleep like five hours on the plane or please get up and don't sleep anymore use some light don't use light you know so that's and when you uh, land there a the destination i think for a, two, a day or two it still gives you little hints like go out in the sunshine not going into sunshine anymore you know um have breakfast or don't eat something so that's that's really helpful to do if you're really um dealing with the consequences of jet lag
0: Oh, that's great yeah that it has all those little hints and, and notifications and really helps you guide you through the day right yeah
1: exactly. so that's that's helpful for great that, yeah. at home already great and then um yeah as i just said when you are there already forget about the time at home don't think yeah but at home or oh, my body clock no forget that yeah you synchronize well normally your, your phone no, adapts to the new uh, time anyways but your clock everything synchronize it to the to the new time zone and then you live as it is where you where you are you, you eat breakfast even if you think it's in the middle of the night try to eat something at least because if you tr- plan your meals according to your new time this gives a big message to your brain too, like, saying, okay so i have breakfast it cannot be like midnight something is wrong yeah and then you go out and the sun or the, the light hits your eyes so you get all of these new messages that your brain thinks okay i really have to you know adapt my my little time or my, my master clock because I'm mistaken and it gets quicker. Yeah. So light is really important. Um, the, the meals, planning the meals accordingly and just live the life as, as it is there. Just Just adapt right away. Really
0: yeah. Important. And I think like light therapy is something that we talk to clients a lot, even if you're not traveling and you have trouble sleeping, just resetting your circadian rhythm to a proper wake sleep cycle. Um, and light is so important right like just the because that's how our bodies that signal of light resets that master clock like you were just saying and that's how the body knows what to do because the body doesn't have a clock other than signals that we give the body and light exposure is its main signal so if we um, don't use that when we're traveling that is actually a huge huge um, delay factor of adjusting to the jet lag I think
1: yeah yeah absolutely um and we completely underestimate the effect of light yeah so we think like yeah whatever it's raining so but even if it's you know overcast or cloudy your eyes need light your body needs the light to really understand where you are in time and then this master clock can get the signal to all of your other little clocks because actually every little cell in our body is on the clock has its own clock so then our whole body works better if you know we well synced and i have this little tool here because you just talked about light therapy right Mm -hmm. so we think about light boxes normally now you sit in front of these like big Light boxes, which are really efficient, and you just sit there for twenty minutes, half an hour, uh, depending, you know, what time of the day, and then this helps you to uh, set your your clock straight, or even it helps with depression, or you know, like in winter time of being a little bit moodier. So light is really good. But hey, I mean, I have three little boys, and I'm really busy, (laughs) and I work, and I have a hundred million things to do. I cannot sit half an hour in front of a light box. I cannot. So that's this company. And this light is called, or this, this, um, this, these glasses are called AO light, and I really, really like them because it's like the light box, but just in form of glasses. Yeah, so you can just put them on, and you cannot see this, I guess. But there's like this little light shining into my eyes, but it's not bothering me. It's it's fine. It's, it's not hurtful or something. It's not damaging for my eyes, but it has the same effect. And now I can brush my teeth, I can get dressed, I can have my coffee or do anything and It automatically then turns off. And that's really, really helpful if you do this um, to, let's say, if you shift working, yeah, or you always have jet lag to help your body out to get the right signal in winter time. Um, you can use it when you travel. It's so easy. You just have like this little case and you you have it in the plane with you when you travel you can use it even you know in in the plane when you need to wake up um you can use it if you a business person you know and you have one meeting after another and in the afternoon you're just worn out you have like this dip in energy and you you're so tired but you cannot go out for like you know 20 minutes in the sunshine and just sit there put on these glasses now they have the same effect and they can help you over these you know, when you really feel tired over these moments. So that's that's something you can do and you can use it anywhere and bring it with you anywhere.
0: Yeah, that's what you just showed them to me and I'd never seen them before. They're really great. I'm like, I'm already totally yeah, okay. fascinated by it. Just because it's so handy and it doesn't, like you're saying, it doesn't interrupt or disrupt your routine or your... Um, um, yeah your ability to do things because they for the people who are just listening to the episode and are not watching it it does look like a little glasses frame and it just has like a, it's actually quite stylish and it has just a, a frame with with a little light and it's um, not at all um, intrusive for anything so people you just wear it and it shines the light to your eyes and it gives you that signal that that um, that happy light or light therapy lamp would give you um just that you're mobile you don't have to sit in front of it you can walk around your house you can brush your teeth you can get yourself dressed you can make breakfast for the family whatever Mm -hmm. you want to do so that's really great yeah thank you for showing that because i would never seen that those are great
1: that's a cool thing and then what else can you do to help your body out to deal better with jet lag or when you're on vacation and you think you can't sleep um whatever stresses your body you should avoid yeah because you don't want more of the, your stress hormone cortisol you just want to be happy because when you're happy and relaxed it's easier to go to sleep whenever you stress your body gets the measured message something is not right yeah so that's hard then to just let go normally you are tense physically but mentally too and then you know you have more difficulties so what you can do what's very simple is Drink water, yeah, because it's not just the mental stress we feel, it's the physical stress too, which can trigger cortisol production. So drink water. When you fly, normally the air in the the airplanes are very, very dry, Uh, and often people don't want to drink, because they don't want to get up, they have a middle seat, and they don't want to bother the other people, and now they don't drink something, but they really should. You should drink a lot, like double of what you normally drink when, when you're not flying. So if you have to bother the other one, so do, but drink. Because if not, it's it's an alarm signal for your body and your body gets stressed and being dehydrated uh, makes jet lag even worse. Yeah, so drink on the airplane. When you go out, when you, you know, land, have always a bottle an empty bottle of uh, a plastic bottle where you can you know fill fill it up with water so on the plane you in the plane you can always ask or when you're in the airport you always have those little fountains where you can fill up your bottle and just drink 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 the first few days especially drink water because then everything works better um, and your body does not get the signal oh i'm stressed something is really wrong which makes everything worse yeah so Mm -hmm. and not drinking juices or well, a little bit maybe, but not too much, sugary things, sodas, coffee, coffee on the airplane or alcohol, it's exactly the same because it dehydrates you even more. Yeah, so you think, oh, just gonna have two uh, red wines or gin tonic and I can sleep. Initially, yes, but in the long run, it's not a good idea. It makes things worse. Yeah, so that's not something you wanna do. Just drink. What? What is your best friend? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great. What else can we do? Cause I know you have a tip. Um, I think you, you have another tip for us, don't you?
1: Yeah. I have one more. Um, melatonin. Mm-hmm. I'm normally not, um, yeah. Yeah telling people to to take melatonin all the time because it became so popular even in our little kids now getting melatonin gummies or something so i'm not against melatonin but i don't think you should take melatonin as a sleeping pill because it's not and it's not what it does but melatonin really can be helpful shifting your circadian rhythm and that's the issue with jet lag, yeah? Jet lag is because you have your body clock and then you suddenly somewhere else in a totally different time zone and your body's confused. That's jet lag, basically. And melatonin, what it does, it tells the body when to sleep and when to be awake. So it takes care of your sleep-wake cycles, yeah? And since we need to readjust them as quick as possible to overcome jet lag, melatonin can be helpful. Yeah, so in these day, in these situations, I think melatonin, depending, you know, um, the dosage and everything, but this can for a few days at least, it can really help your body out, especially when you now should sleep, yeah, because it's night, but your body thinks it's the middle of the day. So that's hard. This is why east normally is, is a little bit, you know, harder to deal with, and melatonin can just tell your body, yeah, no, 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 that's fine, go to sleep because it's night, even if you think it's not. So that's that's helpful
0: yeah and in terms of i think in terms of dosing the recommendation is probably rather not too much yeah because it can make you feel really drowsy the next day if you overdo it with melatonin
1: Exactly. no you shouldn't do that um because if you for example on a business trip and you have a meeting and then you know you just don't want that you, you worried that you're not sleeping because you need to, you know, be top of things the next day, but then you, you drug yourself with too much melatonin, um, no, you won't be, be able to have a good. So I think it's around like five milligram of melatonin. Now huh? that's like recommended, but um, yeah, talk to your doctor. If you, if you don't really know, talk to your doctor. It depends a little bit on your age and if you're a man a woman, woman. So yeah, but more or less not, not to overdo it. It's not the more the better. That's not, not helpful.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you so much for all those tips. I think they were really, really helpful. And yeah, um, To everybody, thank you for listening. And if you have questions or you would like to start working with Jessica, please reach out. And it's contact at sleeplikeaboss.com, or I'm gonna let Jessica quickly give you her contacts as well for her website and where people can find her so that you could reach out to her directly if you like. Where can people find you? Yeah,
1: my homepage is jessicaroj Jessica Rojas. R-O-J-A-S uh, dot com.
0: Great. And we will link that too in the show notes so people know exactly how to get in touch with you.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, it was, that was really great talking to you, Annika. Hope to do it soon. Thank you.
0: Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sleep Like a Boss podcast with me, Annika Carroll. Be sure to follow and listen wherever you get your podcasts. We also invite you to play the game of sleep with us, if you haven't done so, at sleeplikeaboss.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And until next time, and to a good night's sleep.